genre. Hey, what's that, April? Some kind of weird Japanese antique egg timer. Cappuccino? That makes me hyper. It seems the scepter has magic powers. Hold on, dudes. If April's back in feudal Japan, does that mean we, like, have to ride that scepter back through time to get her? It's equal mass displacement. Step back, dudes. I just brought us some heavy artillery. Hey, Casey. <laughs> Welcome back. T-minus two minutes and counting. Let's go, my dude. Okay, the inscription says open wide the gates of time. Work. All right, already. Let's go. Go with Cap. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the thrice, I don't know, weekly, three times. Listen, one of these days I'm going to figure out the math on this. We're watching the third Turtles movie. We're watching it three times a week, and we're watching it in three-minute chunks. Do I really have to keep telling you? If you're listening at this point, you know the deal, right? You're not, not going to explain so it anymore. About it, Scott. I'm so aggressive. <laughs> Joining us, as always, are our crew of turtle play by play announcers, I guess we can call them. Chris O'Connor's here. Westerns aren't dead. <laughs> Adam Sheehan's here. Hello. And Rachel Gatlin's here. Hi, hi. Yeah, it's the Three Musketeers. <laughs> Something like that. Sure, why not? Yet another and, reference that could have been made in these three minutes. I know, how did we miss that? Um, and that right there is Norman Mitchell from Lord of the Rings Minute, everybody joining us this week. Hi, Norm! Norman. Hello! Norm! Yes, Can yes. I get you a beer, Norm? I mean, that'd be nice. I don't happen to have any right now, though. What would you say to a, to a cold one, Norm? <laughs> mm. Where have you been all my life? What? That's cheers. They always there's like a yeah. little. Hey, Woody, give me a dead do. cat in a glass. Get me a beer, will you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take whatever comes out of that tap. I haven't seen that show in a long time. <laughs> yeah, me either. It's, yeah, so good. It is a great show. As long Give as I it can like remember, two years they'll reboot it. Right. As long as I can remember, people going Norm when I walk into rooms, teachers. Just <laughs> I mean, like, why? I mean, they're gonna reboot Frasier, so right. Is the Frasier reboot a reboot or is it like a continuation? Continuation. Like, it's, so it's yeah. all yeah, it's, it's like the a, same characters, same cast. But as, as, as of right now, now, I think Kelsey Grammer is the only one that's signed on. Yeah. Oh, really? It's a revival, thought, yeah. not a reboot. Oh, okay. Revival. Right. Yeah. Well, they're not going to get John Mahoney. That's for sure. No, because he's dead. He's dead. So or the dog. and also probably the dog. Yeah, Eddie is definitely dead. <laughs> Moose. And, yeah. Listen. Anyway, we're here to talk about turtles. Not so let's Talk about turtles. <laughs> Yeah, I could talk about Frasier all day. Grant I isn't Frasier. on the show this week. Yeah. We can't really talk about <laughs> Frasier. Talk about Frasier. <laughs> Grant's not here. Um, so we're in minutes 43 to 45. It's the last chunk for the week. Uh, it starts with uh, some some more fire and a pair of peeping toms and ends with Michelangelo calling somebody a wimp. <laughs> which I haven't heard someone yell wimp. Since probably 1993. I mean, mm-hmm. as much as he as much as he ran away, he did do a pretty badass horse jump. I will get to it. We'll get to yeah, it. Yeah, we'll let's get not there. jump we'll get there. the gun. <laughs> get it? Jump. Yeah. yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, like I said, it it starts with a couple of guys. Anyone else get serious? Like no the good? two lackeys from Pirates of the Caribbean vibes yeah. off of these two guys. Oh, yeah. Pintel and Rigetti. Yeah. I a mean, bit. nowhere near as good, but yeah. The one pirate I, just, I really wish was Norman Rockwell. Yeah. 
Norman not Rockwell. Norman Rockwell. <laughs> Sam Rockwell. Sorry, Norman's on the show. Wouldn't so it, be wouldn't it have been great if it was Sam Rockwell? Yeah. yeah. If Norman like Rockwell painted of, this movie. Wasn't he like <laughs> a much bigger star by this point? There's so much possibility. I don't know he if might he have was. been a bigger star by this point. But I, there's I so much know. like someone in the writer's room or in casting at some point could have had to have been like, what if we just cast all the minor roles from people from Danny! the last two Turtles films? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, we Daniel. have to talk about now that you've brought that up. They're making a Danny Neca turtles figure. It's okay, wait, horrifying. that's real because who was that? I thought it was it's, a joke. I thought that was a Photoshop. No, it's part of the loot crate, and no. I was like, "Oh, that makes perfect sense." I'm not paying for this. Yeah, there's yeah. A, there's a lot of people who are excited about it, and, and a lot awful. of them are listeners of this show. So I'm not going to like try to malign anyone for wanting that. But it's I, such a bad sculpt. I mean, it's, listen, I don't think he probably was around to do like a face scan. You're kind of sculpting off of a 15, 16 year old kid from 30 years ago. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll let it go. Most sculpts of humans turn out not great in action figure form. Yeah. Of real people, yeah. right? Most, it's hard to do. But there are good ones. But if there was ever a character from any media that I never thought needed an action figure... I'll just leave it there. Uh, yeah. there. There isn't a whole lot of Danny action Dan to make a figure for. <laughs> he comes with a wallet and those things. Where does he even get those things? <laughs> he have some regulars and menthols. Oh, I mean, credit given to NECA for making it because, like, if you want every, if you want to do every a stop character. motion, well, that's the Star Wars of the thing, first right? movie. You just- you yeah, everybody. just make everyone. Well, then, then so, the, the next Loot Crate exclusive has to be Michelin Sisti as the pizza guy. That yeah. I would buy. That I would pay for. I would pay for Tony the pizza guy. That's just hilarious. If you want to buy the Danny figure, more power to you. I think it's awesome they made it. I just don't want it. That's all. Yeah, Everyone... It- to each their yeah, own. if these two guys were were Danny and Sam Rockwell, that would be pretty oh, great. Man, it would have been amazing. Would jump out of my skin if that were the case, but it's not. Would have been incredible. Oh, well. Get Ernie Reyes Jr. in here somewhere. Oh yeah. Oh. Right. Yeah. Get uh, get Tatsu in here somewhere. Yeah. Get mm. just James Saito. Any of the actors, just have them in bit parts oh, well. throughout. You know. Yeah, like I you mean, have the perfect excuse with this time travel thing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh well. Whatever. I guess you can only back to the future it so much. <laughs> um, I, I, this is, we were talking before we started recording. This is like a surprisingly fun chunk of minutes. Like yeah. it's pure comedy. The this fact that they're the, like, oh, we're gonna go capture minutes. The honor guard is they're holding him captive. There's a reward for him. Let's go get him. And they open it up and they're like, ha ha ha. And they see that it's Lizard Man, and they just start <laughs> screaming. And Michelangelo just plays it off like, rescue me! I'm a princess. Give me a kit. Like, and he I'm has cursed. Give me a kiss. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. I love Mikey. He's such a goof. And yeah. it's it's pure comedy. And then yeah, Chris, he finds swords. We get to see Michelangelo with swords, which is like something I didn't even know I wanted. Right? It's it's like it's it's like you put on like someone else's clothes on accident. Like you put on your big brother's t-shirt. You're like, wait a minute, this doesn't fit. <laughs> like Michelangelo shouldn't have swords. It doesn't look right. But I kind of love it. I've never it's been like, like a super into the TMNT yeah. comics, but aren't they all like cross trained anyway? Yeah, I think they are. Yes. Yeah, yes, they are. I think they can use multiple. Well, Michelangelo can clearly use Polish sausage. So. I mean, like if you like, just from the action figures, like they would come with their main weapons, but then they also right. had other. They had like Kama and like uh, chains and shuriken and and sticks. 
Before my mom cleaned out my my old childhood room and uh, donated all of my toys to a thrift store without telling me, oh. I had uh, I had all four of the like transforming from baby turtle into turtle action figures. Oh. Nice. I, I think I have those. just the Donatello somewhere. Um, I'm sorry, that just hit me in the heart. Mom donating all your toys. Oh, my mom yeah. got rid of all my so stuffed it's animals. It's a pretty classic story. My mom did the same point. thing. I'm pretty, but mom. I made her go get them back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure my mom donated everything, but then just gaslit me into thinking I just lost everything. Yeah, my, my mom actually did a great job. She like kept all of our stuff. It was in the garage, and like when we moved, she's like, you know, as soon as you're able, you can come back and go through your stuff and pick out the stuff you wanted. And I did that like, I don't know, six months before the house fire. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> So I brought Yay. back like a bunch of VHS copies of the turtles and a Ooh. bunch of toys and all of that stuff was in the house and got destroyed. I was just like, no! Ouch. Well, so my, well. my mom did that with all my Barbies and then a couple months ago I went back to get my American Girl doll. Thankfully my dad like put it in the attic because my mom was like, oh, I think I got rid of that. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, I, I I remember getting mad because my dad used to have this shirt that he thought was really funny that said, "I used to be a millionaire, but my mom threw away all my baseball cards." And it's like, but you guys got rid of all of the, like like there's plenty of action figures and toys that stayed. Like there was this big Rubbermaid container of them, but all the ones that are worth money are just not yeah. around. Right? Like what the heck happened? Yeah. They sold them without telling you. That's how you went to college. You did not learn the lesson of the joke. Yeah. No. How did you think you paid for film school? <laughs> I, I'm still doing it, actually. Oh, well, then never mind. Yeah. Uh, so, speaking of Fraser, Niles starts freaking out um, because <laughs> nice. the Pirates of the Caribbean guys are like, oh, there's monsters. So he's like, what a monster. And then the devil. I keep wanting to say, yeah, I keep wanting to say Stuart Copeland, but it's not Stuart Copeland. That's the drummer for the police. It's Stuart Wilson. Uh, Walker rides over and he's like, you idiot. It's just a mask. It- <laughs> a samurai mask. Samurai. Samurai in one of those ridiculous Which is not the first masks. time I've heard English people say it that way, and it just drives me nuts every time they do. His name samurai. is Samurai. 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 Samuel Look, it's one of them Samurai. It drives me nuts just like oregano. But I like that these guys think that the devil looks like a turtle. Yeah. Like they're, like, they're, that's not what the... Their imagination of the devil is just a giant turtle. Oh, this is one of the minutes where it would have been great to have uh, John and Niall on. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then have one of our conversations about, we say it this way and you guys say it that way. Yeah. <laughs> we say tomato, you say samurai. Samurai. <laughs> An aluminium. <laughs> um, but this moment is a great setup. This whole, like, you idiots, it's just a mask. It's nothing to be afraid of. And then we get into minute 44. And Walker's riding his horse because yeah. Stuart Wilson can ride a horse, um, and he feels the need to show us. And he passes Mikey. Mikey's like whirling swords around, like video game style, screaming. Mm. And they pass each other, and there's this brilliant <laughs> comedic beat of just like they both stop, and we see Mikey like going, "Huh?" And we see Walker going, "Huh?" huh? It's just like <laughs> this is. This is brilliant early '90s comedy on film. Like it's like in a movie that's otherwise not great. I, I, I don't know if it's, it's a brilliant. microcosm of a perfect moment. I don't know if it's brilliant, but it is the best part. It, 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 it may not be brilliant, but it is the. It's probably the best part of this movie. But there's a few things that happen so perfectly. 
the music is crescendoing. This big horn thing da, 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 is building up. And it there's a horse whinny right in the background. And then everything stops. Just undercut. Like, even even the horse goes. It's a quadruple take. Mr. Ed was very confused that day. And the look on Stuart Wilson's face in his close-up is he's like got this like I'm riding, I'm angry, I'm aggressive, and then his face just sort of melts into confusion. No like it's I bet you he had that reaction where your blood pressure drops and you can like feel it drain <laughs> out of your head. Oh yeah, it's a vagal response. It's that like real life feeling of that Jaws shot where like the background yeah. goes far away. And- <laughs> All those weird, like, zoom tracking shots. Yeah, it's like yeah. the camera's yeah. moving back, but the lens is zooming in. It's just, it's it's a perfect moment that's too good for this film. That wasn't a samurai mask. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a My- Sam Rockwell mask, either. <laughs> we get Mikey with this line, Clint Eastwood? <sighs> Which is, again, just like Marty McFly. Michelangelo, the only Western they've ever seen is The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, yeah. right? Or not The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, the uh, the, the Western one. Man with Whatever the hell they are. But like in, I don't know. In I don't no, know. I don't watch Westerns. In so. no universe does this guy look like Clint Eastwood. No. The, <laughs> not not, a, not even a little. No. It's just the hat. It's but I the bet hat. the script said he did. Yeah. It's just the hat. Yeah, that joke is written before <laughs> the character was cast. Yeah. Definitely. Fair point. Um, I want to get to the good of this moment. The good John Dupre quoting Happy Trails, which I'm sure he had a blast with, and then some bluesy acoustic guitar, a la John Bon Jovi in Blazin, uh, Blaze of Glory, whatever the hell it was. Young Guns, that's the one. <laughs> um, the bad, the horribly visible eye holes mm-hmm. in Michelangelo's mask at yeah, 18 seconds in. Yeah. You can basically see straight in. That's thanks um, to the lack of weathering on these suits. I'll keep coming back yeah. to that. It's like a cut. You can actually see, like at 22 seconds in, if you pause it, you can actually see stuff inside the eye slits. I don't know if it's eyes or if it's like mechanics, but like Oof. it's so bright in that shot. Ew. And it, the mask is so dry and rubbery, and those holes are like, they're so forward. Like I feel like in the other movies, they were more recessed under the mask, like under the bandana part. And they're just, they're like right there. There's also very little in the first two movies that was shot in bright ass daylight yeah like true and straight on like that yeah as well it's a perfect storm of just being able to see the eyes the good we are doing the good the bad and the ugly right now the <laughs> good is this slow turnaround as they walk back to each other like it almost as if the whole world this everything has stopped and the only thing happening in japan right now is these two kind of figuring each other mm-hmm. out it just makes the comedy perfect I, I i just it's such a fun moment um it doesn't have like a greater payoff though right because like this scene makes it feel like this movie is going to turn into more of a rivalry between like mikey and walker but that's not really what happens yeah yeah you're kind of right like it's just sort of one and done um also, we get we go from this great comedic moment to all of a sudden like I'm just gonna shoot you in the head and kill you. Like Walker's like I've seen what I need to see, and I'm now pointing a gun at you, and you're gonna die. Is, is this where Mikey yells, "Westerns are dead"? 
Yes. Like, yes. yeah, this, this guy doesn't know what a Western is. No one yeah. of this time period knows what a Western <laughs> is. The West hasn't is, been discovered yet. Yeah. <laughs> the West of what? This is England. <laughs> that, this that's is not exactly true. Like, people people knew where the West was. Uh, off the coast of Maine, people were fishing since the 1540s. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, okay, there you go. I, I guess that was considered the West. <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to say, that's not exactly the West. I mean, I guess no, to there, them there it's were, the West. There were colonies in the U.S. at this time. Yeah. Like, that's, Virginia is named for America. Queen, uh, Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. The Virgin yeah. Queen. Do you think Walker's like, why does he have that weird accent, this demon man? <laughs> <laughs> why does he speak English at all? He's, right. he's, he's, wearing, he's wearing Japanese armor, and he's here in Japan. Why, why is he speaking English? Also, what's a surfer? And what's a dude? Yeah. <laughs> Who's Did Clint Eastwood? Me, what is he Zorro? Call me Butch? <laughs> Who is Butch? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, calls him, he calls him Clint Eastwood, Butch, Butch Cassidy, presumably, and Zorro, all in this minute. Zorro, dude! Ah, oh, it's so crazy! I love that. Because he's, um, he's in the Zorro movie. He is? Oh, that's true. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. The Mask of Zorro. Is this how he got cast? No. Stuart Wilson walks into casting. He's like, "Well, I haven't done a Zorro movie per se, but I was called Zorro in a movie once." <laughs> Zorro, dude. I have experience. Minute forty-five. Maybe you recognize me from Ninja Turtles. Three. Mask of Zorro is the horse. only other thing I recognize this guy from. So, mm-hmm. which is a vastly superior movie. Oh, such a good movie. Yes. I would. Um, yeah. That's. Super. We then cut to. Another fantastic Bugs Bunny moment of Niles henchmen being kind of whooped down yeah. and being re- beat up sounds like punch sounds and then replaced by turtles. Yeah, and the uh, the sneaky yet very loud beat up noises in these movies will never not be funny <laughs> yeah. to me. I just love the whole trope of like people surrounding you and you don't know they're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, clearly right in his face. I love this, this gun that Niles has mm. with the the like hemp wick. Yeah, the the matchlock. Yeah, it's how he lights his cigarettes. It's got, it's got a punk. It's got to stay lit. That's how you. That's how you do it. I find the whole plot of the guns in this movie thing kind of weird because guns had been being imported and sold relatively widely in Japan, Japan for like thirty years by this point. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Were, the were, daimyo is just a pacifist, so he didn't want them. They, they were fundamental to the war <laughs> that like ended right around 1602, 1603, and then they were banned after the war. The shogun's yeah. like, now that, I, now that I've won, mm. now that I killed everybody with the guns, no one else is allowed to have guns. And then they didn't become like a little more widespread again in places until the Meiji era, like way after this. Yeah, 19th century. <laughs> I'm just, I'm listening to the beginning of 45 now and... And we hear, again, just the cacophony of sound makes me giggle. You hear Mikey clink the swords together at a block. We hear Walker, like, pull the flint back on the gun. You hear the turtles go, wet willy. <laughs> you hear Niall shoot. The hat, the bullet whizzes. The hat goes ping off his head. And a horse goes, Mrrr! Like, if there that was a cat going, meow, meow. Why, why would his hat go patwang? Like, right? I don't know. But it does, I and I know. love it. I don't know. Very, uh, very I'll fortunate. Put that, I'll put that sound in here because it's just this. Whoever mixed the audio in this sequence, yeah. is no, he's got like just... little metal buckles on his hat, right? He could have patanged off one of those. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> 
it just it just makes me laugh. I appreciate the foley work in this so much. Um, I make a note. I need to figure out who this is in the credits because it's it might be the funniest audio from any of the turtles films. Like just if I were to close my eyes and listen, this sequence I think might win in in the comedy category of best audio. It sounds straight out of a cartoon, just like that series of sounds. Yeah. It, but it's without being overly cartoony. Like there's no bowling pins. There's no like <laughs> slide and, whistle. And Foley right. work is just it's magic to me. Yeah. Like it always yeah. has been. Like even yeah. after doing it myself a few times, it's just it's the the sheer magic of movie making is done in the Foley room. I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I agree. There's a video on Instagram of someone like crunching bread. And using it for like footsteps, and I'm just like, that's just magical. Yeah, yeah. like the the <laughs> stuff you think of to make a sound, it's just it's a fun process. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the music picks up the tempo here, and we basically just get more chaos. Wit seems to sneak off, and this is Stuart Wilson's like, "Hey, look, I can ride a horse." Moment, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because he's just riding around, riding around, riding around. He's cornered. He's cornered. He's cornered. Surrounded. Uh, Michelangelo growls at him. Everyone from the village crowds around him and he notices hey, a hole in the bamboo stuff. fence there's a really quick turnaround on a horse right there when he heads for the gate and then all the people come through and yeah. he just turns around real fast that's actually yeah. that's a pretty good horse work is that Stuart wilson doing that move i don't know i i don't know i would assume it's probably a double yeah probably stunt riders i mean there's no way they, I, I don't think they're having an actor jump through something Oh, like, I don't yeah. think he jumped through it but did he do, I, i'm more curious about the turnaround at the gate because that looks like it's I don't still know. him I, there there was one shot where Whoever was riding the horse had a different hairstyle, so it may have been a stud person. Okay. Well, regardless, it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Horses. Um, and the minute ends with him crashing through the fence and Michelangelo calling him a wimp. Yep. Which is a wimp? Is that an insult in yeah. 17th yeah. century Japan, oh. England? Uh, I don't know what the Edom. I know it is now, Chris. Yeah. Thank you. Mm, I, I don't know. I don't know if that would mean anything to him. There's this Probably weird not. cut of Mikey smiling that yeah. just like gets me right in that weird part of my brain that just won't accept it. <laughs> this isn't right. Um, but knowing how difficult horses can be, I wonder how many times they tried to film this and the horse was just like, Mm-mm, "I'm not. I'm not doing that today. I'm not going through that. What are you? Yeah, what no. are you crazy? Well, these so are Hollywood according, horses. These guys have like uh, pedigree. Still, and, though, like even even the best trained horse is going to be obstinate. Yeah, it's have going you ever watched to be a horse? Have you ever watched like equestrian stuff? And like every so often, super well trained horse will just like approach one of those little jumps and be like, "No, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> not today." I, um, I, I had a uh, I had a question the last time I, the Summer Olympics were around during the equestrian events. It's like. The horse should really get the medal, right? Yeah, the like, horse deserves a medal. <laughs> You'd think yeah. so. The horse is the real athlete in that situation. I mean, the horse wins the Kentucky Derby, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. why doesn't the horse win the gold medal in equestrian? <laughs> right. exactly. it, should, it should also be awarded a medal. Like, yes, there's a lot of human training involved, but, like, the horse is doing this. Yeah. Or, yeah. like, a giant salt lick on a, on a bandana. You can hang around his neck or something. Yeah, they probably get treats. Right. Yeah. The, the yeah. horses probably go to stud and, like, have a really great life, but still, they deserve an award. Yeah. Going to stud is just a horse brothel, right? Yeah. That's yeah. just how yeah. that works. Yeah. 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 Congratulations. Here's a bunch of girl horses. Have fun. That's problematic mm-hmm. in its own right. That seems, <laughs> seems mildly horse sexist. <laughs> well, that's um, how you maintain like a good breed of horse for generations and generations and generations. Horse eugenics. Yep. The fact, yeah. 
The fact I mean, that we only use horses for I understand that for sporting anymore is is kind of sad. Like the horse does not yeah. want to be doing that. We don't no. really need them anymore. No, we really don't. No. I mean, would a horse rather be pulling a plow or doing a rodeo? I think a horse would rather just be a horse. Just stand in a field eating, and eating grass. Eating, hey. Yeah, eating grass and just standing. Some of them do. I mean, again, going to stud sounds pretty fun. <laughs> or just living on the beach, like yeah. down in the Outer Banks. It's like horse Dude, Valhalla, Beach horses right? are the best horses. Yeah. Yeah. We were on the beach one year, and they came right up to our area. They walked right up to me at one point when I was fishing, and I was like, what do I do? Yeah. How do I behave? Because <laughs> You you're do not nothing. Supposed... You just let the horses just pass. Move. Yeah. yeah. Just, you're not supposed to touch alone. them. People do anyway, but. Right? That's like being where I am and finding a moose. You just let it do its thing and walk away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> moose are worse. <laughs> yeah. Moose does what it wants. A moose is a terrifying uh, a... super animal and should yeah. not be, not be <laughs> Meanwhile, don't, they, don't moose actually kill more people in the States than bears? Yes. I'll believe it. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, the deer we have in our area are so stupid, you can just touch them and they, they don't care. Well, they like to eat the <laughs> apples. So we, we used to live in a house awesome. that had apple trees and they would eat the apples that were on the ground and get drunk. Yeah. Yep. And then, they then we'd have a bunch of just drunk deer. Yeah, but there was one Dumb drunk deer. There was one. I could have like booped her on the nose and she wouldn't have cared because yeah. she was that used uh, to humans and just. She would walk down uh, the sidewalk in the yeah, middle of the day sometimes. I yeah. I mean, I can't remember the name of the temple in Japan that I went to, but they have they're famous for having uh, like a herd of domesticated yeah. deer that you just like you feed them, walk around. They you know they lay down on the street wherever they want and they aren't they up trained with to like bow? Um, I don't know if they're specifically trained. I don't think so. I think I it's saw just a video a where like the have. deer kind of will bow for treats. Maybe it's that's probably learned behavior from just watching people yeah. at the temple. Yeah. But I don't know. The closest I've ever felt to death in my entire life is walk, taking a walk at night when I was like 16 and a deer bolting out of the woods like six feet in front of me mm-hmm. and just stopping and staring at me. Just this big buck with a big old rack of antlers. And I'm like, this is how I die. <laughs> it's a Patronus, Norman. <laughs> well, I got I got blindsided by a deer when I was driving um, a yeah. couple Halloweens ago. Really oh, messed up. my. I drive a beetle. So like beetle versus... Giant animal with antlers, or just a large person. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had, I had an asshole deer jump onto my car when mm-hmm. I was driving once. I was driving in the North Country. I was teaching, coming back from like a performance of our school musical or something. And the stupid deer, we're on a back road. Deer comes out from the right, jumps. I hit my brakes. It lands on my hood. It then gets off my hood, and then goes back where it came from. Yeah. I'm like. Stupid deer didn't even finish crossing the road. <laughs> that, this is why you need good car insurance because if you get like cut rate insurance, what what what, what was it? Incidental or collision? Yeah, I mean, I ended up. Uh, Geico took care of me. Like yeah. my car was in the shop in the body shop. Not a commercial weeks. for Geico. No. Hashtag yeah, not sponsored. <laughs> yeah. But if you don't have that level of coverage and you get hit by a deer, they're like, sorry. Yeah. Sucks well, it was funny because I I didn't know it was a deer when it happened. I thought I got. I thought it was a hit and run. And then I took it to the body shop, and they were like, you know there's deer fur all over your car, right? <laughs> and they were like, you know you get a better rate from your insurance if it's a deer yeah. than if it's a drunk driver. And I was like, all right, well, then it's a deer. Yeah, <laughs> Definitely all right. a deer. <laughs> that was a fun tangent. Yes. Yeah. So mor- moral of the story is Horses? make sure your car insurance is, is good. And leave wild all animals alone. Yes. Yeah. This is the second Geico reference we've had this week. <laughs> is it? 
Yeah, the Matumbo one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, I think we're done with this chunk of minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the final thing I want to say is that wimp apparently was not popular until the 1960s. Uh, it might be a shortened form of whimper, and it was perhaps influenced by Jay Wellington Wimpy, uh, a comparatively unaggressive character in Popeye comics. Oh. Thank you, Wimpy. online etymology dictionary. He's the one that the always, yeah, he'll pay you tomorrow for a cheeseburger, cheeseburger. today. He's my spirit animal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only thing else oh. I have to say about this movie is that Walker is an absolute delight and is easily the best part of this film. Yes. yes. Just one, I find that hard to argue with. He's just yeah. one relatively competent asshole surrounded by St- stupendously idiotic henchmen. Mm-hmm. Skeletor. On both yeah. sides. Like, the, yeah. the, 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 the smart villain surrounded by total boobs mm-hmm. is one of my favorite tropes. It's kind of like Shredder in the cartoon. Yeah. You get that yeah. sort of feeling yeah. that he like he is better than all like he, well, Shredder, maybe Shredder more in the cartoon so, but... is a bit incompetent though. Uh, True. Yeah. But it's like whenever he's Walker, with Bebop and Rocksteady, it's that same sort body. of <laughs> same sort of vibe. Thanks, Crane. All right, listen, that'll do it for us. Make sure you guys head over to TMNT Minute on Twitter, on Instagram, tmntminute.com for all of your uh, uh, podcast turtle-related needs. Duelinggenre.com, where you can get not just my podcast here with our podcast, but also Adam's podcast, uh, 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 Tales from the Short Box, and Chris's podcast, True Believers, and Norman's podcast, Lord of the Rings Minute. We're all part of the same big happy family. And, guys. and maybe by the time this airs, Geek by Night will be back. Maybe some Geek by Night maybe? featuring Rachel Gatlin. And a super maybe. a super secret project that we're still not allowed to talk about yeah. that we're all involved in. We haven't yeah. started it yet. That's true. We haven't started it yet. I mean, we sort of started it. Yeah. I'm excited for you guys. Anyway, that's it. Any final words, anybody? Are we good? We good? We're good. Good Good to go. Well, everyone enjoy your weekend, and we will see you here next week with nine more minutes from Turtles 3, uh, because we have to finish. Yes. (laughs) For the crew here and for Norman, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. So long, everybody. Cowabunga.